0: And the whole time, the whole thing was shadowing us, right behind us, and moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, no man. And then this thing walks across the woods, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and black thing.
1: Here are your host Steve
2: and Chris. And good evening, Cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, September 27th, 2020. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective, Steve Coles, along with my co-host, the man right down there, Mr. Chris Bennett. Hello. How are you, Chris?
0: Steve, how are you doing, my man? We're doing good in Kentucky. It's starting to cool off at night. It's still a little warm, though, but, <laughs> but it's starting to cool off. I think, you know, fall just around the corner. It won't be long.
2: Yeah, just a little bit. Th- yeah. Well, I got to tell you, the the uh, the leaves are changing. Uh, I just noticed that today. I'm like, wow, the leaves really turn really quick because last week it was all green. Now it's all yeah. these different shades. Um and what else? Uh, uh the the weather. What a, you know, it got up to 76 today. I got it was like really warm today. So, yeah. uh, eventually by the end of the week we're going to be back to seasonal temperatures, which I'm all for anyway. And uh let's do our, our shout outs to our our uh, folks oh, tonight. Yeah. Uh we got uh, Jimmy Trick, hello Jimmy. Frank, Jimmy. good to see you, Frank. Frank. John, hello John. Oh, John. Love the logo. Diane, that's Diane. Jimmy Welcome. and Ms., Mrs. Trick, how are you? Welcome. Of course, the infamous Charlie Wonton is in the house. Hello there. Donald, good to see you, Donald. We'll be catching up with you real soon. Hey, Did get your email, and uh, we're, we're, we're still trying to rattle our peas in our head to see what time we can get up to see you. And, of course, we got Jeff Stewart in there. There he is.
0: Yeah. And,
2: uh, yeah a guest of our show at times. And uh, I, I got to say, uh, it's been quite an interesting week in the Bigfooting world. Yeah. Uh, and Dave Winter just popped in. Hello, David. Dave, um, I tell you, it's, uh, been a, been a very up oh, and we got another listener, new listener, LJ from Ohio. Hello. Good to see Hi, you on the show. Welcome. Yep. Uh, always welcoming new folks to the show every week. Uh, a yeah. bunch of ton of new subscribers this week, the last couple of weeks, we've gotten quite a score up there. Um, Good deal. so, but, uh, I'll tell you, uh, last week was a very interesting week, uh, in the squatching world, especially on Facebook, if anybody's been, uh, um, and of course, we uh, also, this guy just slayed the right in tack. Hello, Michael. And uh, ho- hope you're feeling better, brother. Um, but if anybody's been following the, these things, and I got involved in a couple of conversations, and uh, Haskell Hart, Dr. Hart, who was on a show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And just so you know, I do have the book now. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, I I've gone through most of the book. It's not, it's not an easy read. It's, it's very technical, but it's very complete. I mean, if you read right. it, take your time, you can understand it. But, um, so Dr. Hart was posting about his book in different places. Now that he's got the edition fixed from that, that title page flaw. And, um, he started getting attacked. <laughs> huh. um, uh, he started getting attacked, which was really, really, you know, sad. You know, people saying, you know, uh, and and uh, one of the people that attacked him was Igor bertsov hmm. uh, the uh, the Russian scientist who right. who uh, <laughs> spent a few weeks, whatever, on the, the Carter farm. Didn't see anything. Yeah, he lived anything. with, yeah, he lived with Janet Carter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't see anything, but he believes there. He believes there. So you know he's going to defend her because he believes her. Nothing scientific. Um, you know Berkevich who called himself a doctor in certain places, or people call them doctor when he's just yeah. a master of history. Doesn't even have a a an animal type degree: zoology, anthropology, archaeology, any of that. None of that. He's a history oh. history MA. Um, and uh, yeah, and Bertev. Flathead said, well, you know what? You know, he's saying this man is horrible. He's trying to say Sasquatch doesn't exist. No, not at all. Read the book. He doesn't say that at all. And Burtsev's reply was, well, I'm not going to read it. It's trash. What? What kind well, of scientist are you? To me, you real? just negated yourself as being a scientist. Yeah. You're going to sit there and, and, and lie about a book. Why?
0: Yeah. Hadn't even read it.
2: And, and you know what? Here's, here, here's the problem. Maybe it's a cultural thing because uh-huh. he's from Russia, but he doesn't get the cover. He goes, yeah. well, of course he's saying it's not a Bigfoot. Why put the X on Patty? Well, <laughs> no, that's why he put the X on a Bigfoot yeah. and it, uh, because it wasn't a Bigfoot and a check on the bear and the dog.
0: Right. You know, so yeah, yeah
2: it's kind of a, I understood the cover. it would have been my choice. No, but right. hey, it's Dr. Hart's book. So whatever. I understood it. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's,
0: it's not a statement about Patty at all,
2: <laughs> right? And, 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 and I don't know if he culturally just doesn't get it. And I tried to explain to it, him, it's just a metaphor. No, it's not okay. Well, I've read the book and interviewed Dr. Hart for a couple hours and talked to him, so I, I know for a fact he's not trying to. And then there's the, the people in that group that's all of Dr. Hart's just working for the government, too, and it, it just exactly like he said, yeah, so it, it's pretty sad. That when somebody supposedly was uh, an academic is really not an academic.
0: Well, that's the thing, Dr. Hart, he's supposed to be working for the government and he's actually a Bigfoot witness.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and I'm sorry. That don't work. His PhD from Harvard beats out, you know, from Harvard. Yes. Um, beats out, you know, a master's degree from, you know, Mother Russia or whoever it was. Sorry, I, I hate to be that blunt.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with with education and everything. Not but, at all. Know, but if you you get in Harvard, man, uh, you know they don't take you just anybody.
2: Right. You got to be a smart, a smart. Right. right. Yeah. Not, not, that was object number one uh, on my list today. And you know the, the other thing is, um, you know, and I didn't clip the post because I didn't want to expose. Well, I, I could have blacked it, you know, but I didn't have time to do this. But there was another person on one of these chats. And uh hey Nanny, what's going on? Guess who walked in, Nani?
0: Nanny, welcome.
2: <laughs> what's well, happening? Um one of uh oh she did. She she said, I missed you guys, but first she says, Hey, Nani's in the house. <laughs> um <laughs> One of the one of the things that, that you know and this is the kind of Ilk at Spurs. There was a woman that got on there and said, Well, you know, it Bigfoot, you know, they're they're from a, they they're from an interdimension and their name is blah 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 blah, and they're being prosec- persecuted and they were slaves, and like, what the hell? Uh, you know, so that got me on yet another tangent, like going, hmm, this is very interesting behavior. And then just by chance. Just by chance, two other things happened, two, two,
1: mm-hmm. two.
2: And, and the first thing is, is our old friend, Kat Hansen, decided to emerge from her self-isolation. Oh. And the other thing is, I caught a documentary, which I've, I've seen before, but it's been a while since I've seen it. I just wanted to watch it. Yeah. And they made a comment in it, and I'm going, huh, let me, let me look at this. Hmm. And the documentary I watched was The Woman That Was Not There. And it was about a woman named Tanya Head, no pun intended, um, who uh, was a uh, September 11th survivor. Mm. Claimed that she was on the 100th floor, I believe, of the second tower. Um, uh, There was a young man uh, by the name of Crowder who who uh, was known as the man in the red bandana because he saved a bunch of people. He claims, she claims that, you know, he he kind of shook her and said, listen, you you got to keep awake. And thanks to him, she got out of the tower and a fireman got there and picked her up and carried her. And then when the towers collapsed, the, the firefighter, you know, put her under the truck real quickly and covered it up while the towers collapsed so they didn't get buried in debris. Right. And then she went wow. to the hospital. She had, a, she had a really badly lacerated arm and the arm had to get a atta- reattached, and and uh, there was burns, and uh, um, um, so then she came out, and she was trying to cope. She lost a, a, she said she lost her fiance named Dave, and you know they kept his last name out of the whole thing, but she had a fiance named Dave, yeah, uh, who had died. Um, as a result of the attack, he was in the building too. And she said, you know, I, I was working for Merrill Lynch in this special think tank. And we, you know, we assigned to the world trade center office up there to talk about, you know, what we're going to do it, you know, to move Merrill Lynch ahead and whatnot. (laughs) So she starts going through, uh, trying to cope and she finds this Yahoo chat group. Uh, of course, this is, you know, September, you know, this is 2003, 2002, 2003, right. finds this chat group. Eventually she, she gets together with the head of the chat group and they co-found uh, a a nine eleven survivors organization for people that were trapped inside and, and they do all this stuff. And they, 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 you know, you know, she, uh, they started to do a documentary of her on her in 2006 and yeah. she was showing how she, you know, every year since she met her fiance, when he stole her cab. You know, he she, every <laughs> year, every year she puts the cab in the reflecting pool. Oh
0: yeah, right. That's, that's nice.
2: So yep. So she gets to meet uh, Mayor Blumberg and, and at the time the Assembly Speaker, who's uh, who's now in jail, uh, Sheldon Silver, and former Mayor uh, Rudy Giuliani and Governor George Pataki at the time, <laughs> uh, at one of the, at the twenty oh six. Uh, 2007, I'm sorry, 2007, uh, survivors thing, yeah. And um, reporters want to talk to her, but she goes into a panic attack, doesn't want to talk to the reporters. So then the New York Times wants to run a story on her, given her uh, incredible, incredible. And uh, uh let me stop. Hello, Ed, and hello, hey, Ed. Hey, Terry. um uh so she she, you know so they want to do an article on her um but then she's kind of ducking the interview Mm. so they asked you know basically well can can you confirm who your your fiance was okay can you uh can you confirm who you were working for and, you know, she was refusing to answer any of these questions and all the people around her were saying, you know, we understand we, you know, Hey, listen, she doesn't want to talk, you know, but they would go back and go, Tanya, why, why don't you just say, it? why don't you just tell him, give him something? Yeah. You know, what was the name of the firefighter that dragged you out? You know, right. uh, what hospital did you stay at? Hmm. Turns out she lied about the whole thing.
0: Oh my God.
2: Everything was a hundred percent lie.
0: Oh, oh man.
2: In two thousand in in two thousand two, or actually in 2000, September two thousand eleven, right? She was in school in Spain because her real name was Alicia Estebe, and she was in school in Spain getting her master's degree, which she got in two thousand two. Uh. and then she moved to the United States, and wow. she never took money. Wow! And she she never did it for any real greed purpose at all people were like well no she never she never signed any documents she'd always let the board sign it she never handled the money she never took any money no money ever went missing from us she did you know when she was doing a fundraiser she would do the fundraiser but it turns out everything she had built up to that point was a lie oh my goodness so wow yeah and and she did nothing illegal that that was the thing about they couldn't arrest her they could do nothing illegal. And, of course, when they confronted her, she disappeared. Gone. And then in 2000, and this was 2007, in 2008, late 2008, they got the, the foundation got an email that she had committed suicide. But then oh. in 2011, she was spotted again in New York City. Ah. Oh. So. Oh, man. So uh, this got me to thinking. Yeah. You know, and, and then they talked about what causes that. And that caught me. That caught me thinking. You know, holy, it was like the Zen realization. I wasn't watching this for any any purpose, but just self-enjoying, you know, just enjoying the, right. the, the amazement. And then it just hit me like a, a ton of bricks. Boom. Well, Chris, don't we know some people like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't we know some people like
0: yeah. that? Yeah, he got a whole hall full of them
2: over there. <laughs> and Eric turned around and said, "Looks like Todd Standing has gone radio silent." Well, I don't know about that just yet because I, I actually thought he cut a video last week, but it might have been an older one. But uh, we'll we'll get into the who's who in what's what, because as people, uh, like like people have, and we have the greatest greatest folks on this uh, as an audience, so. People who follow this show every week, they know. They they understand where we've been. We did a show um uh, many, many months ago. Of course, this is show number 41. 41. This is our 40, 41st episode on Squash TV since we've been on the new platform.
0: It don't seem like it's been that many.
2: Ah, it's that many. <laughs> um,
0: oh, I was thinking like about probably about 15, you know. Must have been having a lot of fun.
2: Too much, you know. And w- what people don't understand is that Chris and I don't wear pants on the show, wearing because yeah. you know, the cameras are not. Yeah, you know, the only problem is <laughs> the only problem is I have a leather chair, so when I get up <laughs> after doing a two hour show, I tend to stick. No, I'm just.
0: <laughs> oh, that's gross, man.
2: <laughs> you know, I get a- no No. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I gotta, I, I, we, we, we always have I'm, a little fun. I've got
0: shorts on,
2: okay. I'm not wearing
0: pants. I'm wearing shorts.
2: I have jeans.
0: But I'm not going to show you my white legs. I'm going to stay seated.
2: Yeah, you know, it's... uh... So anyway, uh, so it got me thinking, wow. So I started looking at the condition. Yeah. And I found the prime candidate who just happened to come out of retirement a few days ago. Who we thought we had battered her back with retirement, so we're just going to have to put those nails back in the coffin again, I suppose.
0: Going to revisit uh, a few uh ideas. and I,
2: I got I to watch my wording here because, right? Um, and then he goes, "That's awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh um, no! No!
2: <laughs>
0: oh no, Eric! No! <laughs> Um, no, 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 no,
2: no. No. <laughs> Are you kidding? People people pay me to keep my clothes on. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, my, my ex-wife, she used to be afraid of the dark. She saw me naked. She was she became afraid of the light. So anyway, um, I may have used that joke once oh, or twice man. before, though. Um, but anyway, uh we, we've talked about this before. We've talked about this person before. I think on this show, I'm not even quite sure. Um, because like I said, when we switched over to TV and radio, I'm not quite sure what, what stuff we covered. When you well, do a show yeah. like this for this we were recording. looking
0: we were looking at pictures or something, you know, and comparing.
2: Well, I, I, I gotta announce this too. September twenty first, twenty twenty one. Or sorry, September twenty-fourth, twenty twenty-one. We are gonna have a you we're gonna have a show whether it's on a Sunday or not. Because that marks the 15 year anniversary of Squatch Detective Radio, Squatch Detective TV. Oh, okay. 15 years. Wow. Oh, that makes me so, feel old.
0: Some of our listeners aren't that old.
2: I know.
0: Glad, love having them too.
2: The YouTubers are getting fresh today. <laughs>
0: Me neither, Tack. You know, no, no, no. I can't even imagine me wearing Daisy Dukes. No, 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 no. Old man legs and Daisy Dukes.
2: Well, you know, I, I saw this 340-pound guy, and he was wearing shorts from that store. What What is it called? Lulu Lemon? Yeah. He bent over, and I saw his Lulu and two lemons. Anyway. Um, yeah. I got a mute out. <laughs> you see the power of comedy. I have Now if only I could do that to somebody like the person no. we're going to talk about. Oh. You all right? Oh no. Uh <laughs>
0: Okay, where were we?
2: Okay. So, yeah. let's get into our presentation of the night because this person mm. came out of nowhere, but now we're going to look at it a little more in depth mm. now that we know what we know. Um or what you're going to know. And I just got to find where it went. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Buttons, kind of. Now, at one point, I am going to have to uh, to change up on the uh, on the uh, on the audio bit because there is a couple of videos I it, built into this that we need to play. But anyway, right. why some hoaxers lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie? <laughs> so, the person we're going to look at tonight is Kat Hansen, aka Katuna Hansen. Oh, yeah. she's actually from Connecticut and if you look at those pictures on the bottom those are the pictures she used to use on a lot of her profiles and stuff like that and what oh. really irks me is she always claimed to be well I'm Choctaw although she says she's something in Choctaw language that turns out when I actually went to the Choctaw English dictionary it didn't exist oh. and I spelled it just like she did well so this reminds
0: funny. me of something couldn't she be called Cat Fisher Hanson
2: Oh, uh, Look at those catfish, photos. Yeah. Catfish yeah. Hanson. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, one of them is in Native American garb and she used to use that. And again, if you think about the psychology of that, if you use that picture and say, Oh, I'm Choctaw and I have this relationship with these Bigfoot, and you know, she's from the Southwest, and I went to Brigham Young University, and she's actually from Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. I'm gonna say which city, <laughs> but he's from Connecticut. Wow. Trust me on that because there's only one Cat Hansen in the entire country and Cat is short for Katona or Katuna or whatever you want to call it. So uh, and, and the funny thing is is the, the person down here and uh, is actually a singer in uh, the same part of Europe, you know, the old Eastern European, you know, the the uh, the Bulgarias and the Hungries and the and yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Romania, those areas. And yeah. I'm not I'm not quite sure because I've done this research a while ago, but I think she's like a Hungarian or a Bulgarian singer. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess where this name originates from?
0: Oh, really? <laughs> Bulgaria
2: or or Hungary or Romania, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you, Rick. Um, So, yeah. So, here she is using a singer's name. So, it all matches up (laughs) because this person goes right there. You know, and look at the name, how she spelled cat, right?
1: So, you
2: know, undoubtedly, only one person in the entire country with that name. And guess where she lives? Connecticut. Connecticut. (laughs) So, all her little stories already are starting to stink. Oh, man. Um, so now I just want to make sure we're there So uh, about a week ago uh, She wrote What I have discovered about This is what she writes What I have discovered about the Bigfoot world Over the years I've discovered That this group of people Are either very open minded Or extremely closed minded Well you know it's amazing how open minded We can be But when you throw us Hoaxes we get close-minded pretty fast. Um, there seems to be no middle of the ro- ground or leeway given. Well, there is, just not for hoaxers. <laughs> uh, you either hoaxed or you didn't. Right. And if we can't prove it, we, we put it aside and give you the benefit of the doubt around here. Right. Researchers attack each other and each other's work to the point where def- defamation of character and income are affected. What? What? Income's effect, Yeah. See, delusional, delusional that everybody's making money off of this. So when you, when somebody attacks me, I lose money. They just want to give the appearance that when they get attacked, they're losing money. They're really not. Okay. This is the only group of experts that I ever have come across who literally go out of their way, will travel hundreds of miles to another researcher's site just to upset and cause chaos. So that way they can prove to themselves and their so-called fans that nothing is coming out of this research camp. Well, I don't know about that, but, uh, hmm. you know, uh, this is active stalking and verbal abuse, as well as sometimes property damage.
0: Really? Oh.
2: Well, you're from Connecticut, so don't tell me somebody's coming out to your special place in New Mexico. <laughs> um, but the majority of Bigfoot World will hop onto researchers bandwagon and decide to do a form of character assassination. Oh. right? Uh, on said researcher who is being investigated with no proof and it says odd, but and I mean with no proof. I love that because we have a very high standard on this show, don't we, Chris?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, gold standard, baby. <laughs> I remember years
2: ago I was getting beat up for giving Biscardi yeah. the benefit of the doubt because I didn't have any proof in my hand that he did. Right. right. Right? Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Thank you, David. Um, so uh I myself have been attacked over and over for the last 15 and a half years. And the proof that they have against me is made up and falsified. Others have gone in defense up, have uh, gone in defense of my name and literally proven that what they have come up used is falsified and made up, and still I am told I'm that I must prove my innocence. Nobody has ever asked you to prove your innocence because you're guilty as hell. There is no leeway here. Ain't there no way, we'll ain't no leeway. Right. There ain't no way, and we're gonna show all that. We're gonna show that yeah. hey nothing's made up here and, no. and, and that's why when I see stuff that she puts out I kind of chuckle at it okay and then she starts using the rape card again. I know it's a bit extreme but I'm gonna use the example of telling a rape victim they have no right to prove they were raped. That's bullshit. Pardon my French that's bullshit and you're a liar and you and now you're, you're pulling the rape card really? Really? No, no, no. When you, when you, when you're, a, when you're a proven liar, you're a liar. Okay, and that's the other thing. Her claims about oh, uh, you know, I've gotten death claims. I've been getting death threats. By whom? Not by me. That's for sure. Not for sure. Nobody else. Everybody laughs at her. No, nobody I know wants to hurt her. No. Now there was a couple of people in the bigfoot world that I know people wanted to hurt. <laughs> Rick Dyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> And of course, I I am always saying that I don't hate anybody really. No, no, we love. Hey,
0: we we love everybody. You know, (laughs) don't hate nobody. But you know, if you're hoping, we're gonna we're gonna call you out, and and that's that's just the way it is.
2: But I'll tell you, I'm agitated about this woman. I'm agitated about this woman because she's trying to. You can see how this is what we call manipulation. Mm. You can see what a sick control freak type of person she is because when she has these, all these stories, she disappears. Then when she comes back, she tries to manipulate the people that still believe her. That still believe her. They're trying to manipulate. She's trying to manipulate them by using words like cyber terrorism in the Bigfoot world from the Bigfoot world. Yeah. You know, death threats, false claims, stalkers, rape. She's used all these words in this thing all of them so i call bullshit the only stalker is you the only liar is you cat hansen i'm gonna say that and we're gonna see why in a minute see that is what irritates me because then it causes people to do stupid shit pardon my french like this so the first round we had was this this idiot that follows her named link paul who said i'm not a follower of cat lie number one She's a personal friend who I've known for some years now. Um, I protect her and her clan. Okay. Uh, I don't make threats, nor have I made any yet. And yet let's agree to be on lookout for such people. And he goes on to say, you know, about violence, yeah, because p- people have disagreements, have no place. in You know, basically violence on people because of disagreements have no place in this business. Do you agree? I agree. Violence. And this is my exact reply. I agree. Violence has no place in any debate, argument, or viewpoint. Violence has no place at all. That's right. I can laugh, I can stagger. <laughs> right. But you see, little story maker here, and we're going to explain why. Um, story maker has to make up more stories i'm getting death threats you know and and i want to bring up the rape card you know i'm gonna say this is cyber terrorism and that's exactly right the next view point so then we have okay apology accepted Uh, he goes okay so let's agree to be on the lookout so then a week later right a week later a friend sends me this comment from her chat page between Jason Boone, a guy by the name of Jason Boone, Kat Hansen, and, and this guy Link. And Jason's oh comment and Jason's God. comment is, You want me to go shoot him? I got lots of guns, it's kind of a requirement for growing up here in the rural south. Huh. Okay, so who's cyber terrorism here? Who's making death threats here? Cat Hansen's response. You crack me up. My son's first response to LOL. And Jason Boone goes, Cat Hansen. hey, sometimes people have it coming. Wink. Right? Cat wow. Hansen agreed. Wow. <laughs> right? And Link Paul, the guy who's saying to be on the lookout for these very people. Right. Said, it's been a long time coming. Wow. Right. So these are the crackpots. Dang. These are the real crackpots, folks. So you need to avoid these people like the plague. There it is in black and white for you. You know, <laughs> you want me to shoot him? My first son's response to LOL. There's no wow. laughing about violence. In fact, your, 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 your little oh, yeah. pit bull went after me to say that I was and uh, tried to accuse me of, of making death friends against her when I never even talked to the woman. Wow. Man. So, uh, this is the other thing, too. Now, this is uh, a response under her her little tale of woe with the rape and everything like that. Every mm-hmm. la- nasty lie, manufactured and manipulated film, photo reports, defamatory articles, podcasts, and gossip by these filthy, hateful degenerates have all been debunked and proven to be 100% false against Cap. Well, I can have a little hate against Link because Link is a liar. He is oh. two-faced. And guess what? you're a hoaxer too because that's a bold-faced lie. When you said they've all been debunked again and proven to be 100% false, I'd like to see that proof. like to see that proof. But instead, what we're going to do is we're going to go to proof right here.
0: Memory oh, lane.
2: Your memory lane. Let's go down memory lane. So we have up here in the right-hand corner, going right over here, we have a picture she posted and made a comment. This is Big Red. Original photo with his clan in the background, mm. right? And wow. if you look, this is actually the Sean Bannon hoax that was pulled off in uh
0: 2008,
2: yeah, right? In 2008, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been 100% proven that that's incorrect, exactly. Wrong, Whoa. just <laughs> just just Google it, people. Or are you, sheeple? <laughs> Right? Oh, so completely, and of course, since you wanted to invoke the, the Jerry Springer rule, I've decided to bring in a few of my friends. There's Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve.
0: Steve. <coughs> Steveo, Steve.
2: So, whoop. yeah, I brought Vinny in earlier. <laughs> um, so now we have this one, which was her YouTube video, Episode 8 Sasquatch Eyes, uploaded by Cat Hansen, August. 30th, 2017 Yeah okay. So I'm going to mute us for a second I'm going to play that little clip Which is her voice And of course, this is fair use Because we're reporting on this So everybody just stay tuned Here we go People need to understand The differences between these guys Okay, it's very important That people don't make the mistake Of mixing them up um the brown-eyed ones look just like my picture of braddis that i have on here Um, and there you go there's her voice and her own voice saying here's the picture of braddis that i have here Mm. and braddis was you know the her one of her bigfoot one of her bigfoot friends yeah. And what we're gonna do is I'm not gonna play the sound on this video, but the video you see playing in the upper corner there, yeah, is the actual rescue of the baby gorilla Amani, and there's a the screen cap from it. As you can see, this yeah. is all the same. Yeah, uh, I think the aspect ratio was changed a little bit.
0: It's been stretched. Yeah. It's been stretched yeah. a little bit. Yeah,
2: but you yeah. can see it's the same vegetation. Exactly. Right. And this video did come out. A few years before the Braddus one. Right. right. So there you have it. And then here's the, this is Africa. I'm trying to move this along to where they actually rescue the gorilla. And you actually see, it's very quick. It's like just a screen cap. There it is. So there, there they is. are going into the bush. And yeah. at that point, they, they get a screen capture out of whatever that is somehow. But they do. And you can yeah. even see, there's the foliage all right there. There it is, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. There's the foliage. All right
0: yeah leaves Uh, everything uh, yeah
2: yeah so there you there you have it (laughs) yeah this is all fabricated you can just find it on youtube
0: well you know (laughs) the people i mean in in her mind she pulled off such a great hoax there that nobody could ever prove it was uh you know wasn't real and uh of course you just totally blew that out of the water you know i mean you don't even have to look at the 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 baby gorilla's face you can see the leaves and the foliage all around it it matches up exactly this leaf Mm -hmm. is this long you know the one that she stretched is a little longer right next to it you know
2: right and then and then you know uh, she's such a a a hypocrite um (coughs) in this last picture and then I debunked. And, and that's all I needed was three. I don't need to go and debunk every single thing she does. Right. And all I need is here. Here's three things. She had the actual call to write Cat Hansen copyright 2008. It's not her picture. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that's not her picture. Uh, she needs to get hit up and on copyright that, And then all of a sudden I realized, well, it seems awfully green, like there's a filter on it. So I removed, I, I adjusted, I did an autocorrect on the, on the thing. Yeah. And then a Twitter, a Twitter, um, a, a Twitter uh, f- uh, user wrote me and said, "I think this picture is flipped." And you know, because I was looking at going, "That's kind of weird." And then all of a sudden, I went, "Wait a minute! It is flipped." And what it shows is this baby gorilla, right? Um, as you see on the right-hand side of the screen, there's a the baby gorilla with the hand looking out. Yeah. And all she did was flip it, and you know, some paradolia takes effect of the bugs or whatever the the dirt is on around the ear. Yeah. Right, and the parody takes over, and it's a bigfoot peeking around the tree, and she had the nerve to actually post that and say it was hers. So, Link Paul, how has this been proven that these are all doctored and fake? How? <laughs> well, know.
0: I mean, well, you, you you can look at it this way. I mean, the photos that she has posted have been doctored and are fake because she is. Stolen other people's photos and then doctored them up and used them as hers, presented them as hers.
2: Yeah. So I even have a more devious, devious claim. Uh, Link Paul has never posted a picture of himself.
1: Hmm.
2: Link Paul obviously is not his real name. Right. Some kind of pseudonym. Of course not. Right. Given the facts of what Link Paul has said, that the, the, oh, it's been 100% proven, blah, 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 blah. I believe Link Paul is Cat Hansen. Hmm. I believe they're one and the same. And that's just a fake account for Cat Hansen. So
0: sock puppet.
2: Sock hmm. puppet. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, who's the one who claims I'm not a I, you know, why would he claim I'm not a follower of hers? I'm not a fan of hers, exactly. but I've known her for years. Lie. Right? I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to talk about violence. Lie. Mm. You know, so it, it just seems like too coordinated. She talks about getting death threats. Next thing you know, he's going after me. She doesn't like the fact that I debunked her and debunked her, you know, home runs right. on each. Every right. all three of the examples I've shown are home runs and each the examples. There's her little print on there that says that. Anybody can go back to the web and look and look at her channel and see the Bradis video and then yep. look at the video I just showed you tonight. Right. Just Google search, Baby Gorilla Amani, A-M-A-N-I, rescue. These,
0: these are totally busted. It's a home run, Steve, out of the park. There ain't no going back.
2: <laughs> well, so I'm not going to get into all the, the, the hash baggery that, that goes oh. on with the rest oh. of her but let's let's just take a look at this i know it, this time we got maury there hey there's maury maury <laughs> um but we i wanted to look at uh uh <laughs> charlie I want on today hey steve you should think about becoming a private investigator well guess what <laughs> hence the reason why i know she lived in connecticut
1: yeah
2: Hence, I knew she was in her sixties before those pictures were even released. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I know many secrets. Sometimes you
0: should look into that, Steve. You know, yeah. I think private investigator would, you know, be interesting. Ah,
2: uh, well, I left it in the car. <laughs> um,
0: Don't worry, I've seen it.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, sure. my, and yes. Uh, privates investigator. No, not quite. <laughs> um, oh, so anyway, man. if you look at those three pieces of.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: You know, you look at those three pieces of, of evidence that, that's shown right there. One, yeah. two, three. You know you know she is not being so anyway she claims to she be an archae. she's got a bs in archaeology in uh from brigham young university uh, and apparently it looks like uh bs no actually uh we we showed at the beginning her actual real name is katuna hansen
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah
2: And uh, as we explained earlier, too, that uh, this particular person is the same kind of ethnic background that this name comes from, right. which is kind of funny. Um, right. So, uh, but anyway, getting back to this, it, it turns out that I looked at the Brigham Young University, went to their alumni directory, right. and there's no Hanson's. That These are all the archaeology degrees they've ever given out, just right. two and BAs. Dude,
1: only um, only these,
2: two? Yeah, these are all the Hanson's that have... Uh, gotten degrees. There's a couple of Kim's in Spanish, agriculture management. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't know. This one's got a, B in, uh, a degree in B, so All right. Or maybe she got a B minus. I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> you know uh, the only one I really was a Kimberly Hansen, who uh, is from Salt Lake City, uh, pre medical prud- prudential zoology. Uh so these are the years they they got their degrees and where they live, where they reside now right so so yeah, so there was no alumni uh you know there was no name in the alumni directory uh under Cat hansen or katuna hansen
0: right
2: uh so I used both names so uh she
0: does but, have her b
2: s degree sure it does she's got her b s degree so anyway, getting into what exactly causes um a a person uh, to do stuff is a is a psychological term called pseudologica fantastica and that was something that tanya head aka uh alicia estebe who did the 9-11 hoax that's what she was suffering right, with these, yeah. these things and if we let's take a look at it Normal lying is uh, externally motivated, situationally determined example financial gain, avoiding punishment or responsibility. and they give an example if I've never had a relationship with that person, I never stole your wallet. However, pseudological fantastica has internally motivated psychologically derived example self-esteem f- fantasy fulfilling um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tune a piano, but
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, that was good.
2: <laughs> bravo, Mr. Swan, bravo. <sighs> Which is probably the reason why she just wants to be called cat. <laughs>
0: Uh, quit, my face is hurting already. <sighs> oh. <sighs> oh okay. All right, let's get back to this. Okay.
2: So psilological, normal, normal, psilological lying
0: is, normal lying is is I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't
2: do it. I didn't take your word. I, I, I didn't I didn't bang the waitress in the parking lot. None of that. You know, that's all, you know, that's right. But you go to Solo fantastica. Uh, okay. internally motivated and psychologically derived, uh, examples, uh, self-esteem fantasy. I hardly have time to establish friendships. Being a CEO, I work 80 hours a week for that big time corporation and spend the rest of my time volunteering overseas in the orphanages. Exactly. You know, here's Katuna. Oh, well, wow. my task wow. I have such a relationship with them. Of course. <laughs> you know, it, it's exactly that. Um, <laughs> Uh, and again, Pseudological fantastic is characterized by the creation of eloquent and interesting stories, sometimes bordering on the fantastic. They are told to impress others. These yeah. stories may seem just to be on the verge of believability and often involve the subject assuming important and heroic roles or as the victim to gain sympathy. Ah. Mm.
0: Ah, full circle. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, cyber-threatened.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, no, you just have a, a very, right. Subjects react to questions or doubts with ad hoc elaborations in order to satisfy the listener. Thus, new lies are needed to supplement the old and patients, uh, su- patients or subjects start to believe their own deceptions.
0: Ah, uh,
2: yeah. We mm, yeah. start believing, yeah. oh, I did have these. And um, so, wow. and then oh. the other thing is at times they disappear for a time when confronted or self-isolate. Ah. It's funny, we've seen that from Mr. Standing, too, uh, at times he's disappeared. Uh, although I'm not so sure. I mean, he did disappear after the blinky thing for actually a while. We didn't yeah. see him for, a, you know, a good year or so after the blinky thing when that was exposed. Um,
0: Got to get out long enough for everybody to forget. And then, <laughs> and then you get back in and you got all new people,
2: right, so Rick asks if any of us gone in a night investigation at Purgatory Road? I don't know where Purgatory Road is. I've heard certain researchers get in action all the time. What do you think of that say they see sasquatches every time they go out well rick i i i I tend to have uh a couple of thoughts on that um uh there's a number you know, just for the same reason, some people lie about it knowingly just for the uh, the simple fact of, of Pseudologia Fantastica, just for that fact. Uh, and, and some people are just so paranoid, they think everything is Bigfoot. I've been out to a, a, a field with a guy that turns around, and we heard a barred owl, and he turns around at me and looks at me and says, hey, that's a Bigfoot imitating a barred owl. I, that ain't no Bigfoot. I mean, that's a barred owl. <laughs> Ow. Man, what the <laughs> hell? What the hell? Oh, am, uh, hello, everyone. Only live stream I allow chat for.
0: Okay, welcome, Ot. Um, I
2: guess. I guess
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um.
2: So, so uh, you the thing about uh,
0: the thing about uh, it seemed like it's come. This description has come full circle, Steve. I'm I'm wondering if you you haven't got some sort of. Uh, a uh, psychology uh, background or something.
2: Well, you know, uh, psychology has kind of been my thing in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, being a forensic interviewer, you do have to know a lot of psychology to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, why they do things and uh, what's going to work against some people. And what's not going to work against some people. Um, uh, you know, people with, with pseudology of fantastica, yeah. Uh, generally will just keep getting themselves more and more lies. Yeah. And eventually they either shut down or mm-hmm. they confess. They say, oh, yeah, yeah you know, uh, yeah. you know, or they start to change the story to the truth eventually. Cool. And that's a slow, long process. Um, sociopaths, psychopaths, no, forget about it. You're never going to get them. Uh, only the people that have normal rationalization um, or you give them a way of, Uh, giving them an exit that they can feel is morally correct. So when I interview somebody for theft or for another type of crime, you always try to sympathize with their point of view of aspect and you try to come up, uh, you know, there was a whole, chapter on rape and sometimes you know as as crazy as it sounds when you interview these people say listen i i understand she was dressed the way she was dressed and it was kind of provocative and you may you know you you probably felt that you know she was showing signs of wanting it and 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 then they yeah 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 they start agreeing and then you can tip them to so yeah that, that that's why it was i i she was telling me yes and then you know, so uh, the same thing with, with theft, uh, when you talk about theft types of cases, right. you try to get into the, uh, into their head about why they may have done it. And listen, you know, uh, you try to lessen the moral implications of, of what they do. Right. And that's how you get them to admit what they're doing. Um, you can't go into somebody and say, people think, oh, you're a forensic interviewer. Oh, let me get the hose out. You know, yeah, that never, never works. Yeah. Um, you know, um,
0: well, the thing about you know, on this this lady that we're talking about right now, I mean, I mean, I don't see what she's getting out of it. Uh, uh, ho- it this is just hoaxing. I mean, we, we've well, got three 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 cases. It, that are it, it
2: fits. It fits the pseudologia fantastica uh, narrative to a T. Um, and there's an and the funny thing is, is we see similarities with people who have this ilk. Of this ilk, do the exact same things. Um, comes to mind right off the top is Linda Newton Perry, yeah, um, who has, you know, oh, you're lying. You're doing no. I'm I'm not lying. You're you're the one who's lying. Yeah. And again, there there was another case where we've come up with stuff that we actually sent guys to to meet the team she supposedly says was the ESP team, her team. And they were none of the above. They were from Fort Worth, Texas, not Oregon. Right. Right. So the, stock,
0: the stockyards there. <laughs> yeah, they
2: were, uh, Fort Worth stockyards. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's where she probably sniped their pictures off of. Probably. Yeah. Um. So, but we look at you know Cat Hanson, who here's three pictures right here that we've 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 caught her sniping around the internet. So again, we yeah. have this and a little bit of changing of maybe the filter on the picture or stretching of the picture. Stuff like that. Again, stuff we've seen Linda Newton Perry do. Same exact thing. And yeah, they build these create yeah. great stories around themselves. And right. Linda Newton Perry still at it. Still at it. Although she's getting smarter, she's putting less and less stuff out there. And she does the ESP team. But you know, everybody knows the ESP team is not real. Right. You know how many people she's not making money out of it. Neither is Cat Hansen, really. Yeah, she Kat Hansen has a Patreon page, which she was trying to capitalize on. That was one of the other interesting things too, is that she was actually trying to sell like one on one things for fifty dollars a month or whatever it was. I forget what it title
0: Well, name. uh, but does doesn't Miss Perry uh publish some children's books though about Bigfoot?
2: Yeah, but you know how many let's face it, you know, you, you don't get mass advertisement on blogs, really. Well oh and she uh, writes yeah. children, yeah. It's I guess like that's right. You know uh You know, you know, what you do is when you get picked up by a publisher that's willing to put you in a in a bookstore and set you up on, you know, a a 30 big city tour of signing books, then you're making money on books. Yeah. You know, you know, know, uh,
0: if um, I mean, uh, you know, they want to do this stuff. I mean, they got to understand they're not furthering the, the field of Bigfoot okay, they're actually setting things back by uh, making up these hoaxes. and uh, oh,
2: well to them, it doesn't care. It doesn't matter. they're They're not about the Bigfoot, right. It's all It's, it, about, it, them. it's about them feeling yeah. important, feeling heroic, feeling special, feeling and and you know, we've been talking about that for years. But now, all of a sudden, this name came in front of me due to a documentary about huh. Tanya Head, and I'm like going, that's exactly what this is. Pseudologia yeah. Fantastica. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I really think she should get help. And, yeah. uh, you know, again, you know, these people, when they get attacked, they get ang- some of them get angry. You know, oh, you know, you know, but then again, she disappeared for a while. She disappeared out of sight for a good six, seven months, eight months, maybe a year. Now she's back. Because uh-huh. now she really wants that need, and and how's she doing by building up a narrative of cyberbullying and and comparing it to rape and all this other stuff? Horseshit. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know what? Uh, name me one thing. What I'm saying is this: is that you've lied to us about this, this, and this. What else can we believe about you?
0: Hey, man, that's that's three strikes right there. And that's those three, three pieces
2: strikes. of evidence. Let's talk yeah. about her degree.
0: Yeah, that's four. Let's talk <laughs> about
2: where. Let's talk about where she lives.
0: Yeah. That's five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, three well, is five. plenty. Three was plenty for me. You know, I, I'm the, you know, like, uh, we talked about the Rick Dyer before, you know, well, and I'll, I'll say again, I have no ill will against Rick Dyer. He may be a great guy, but he's a hoaxer, <laughs> And yeah. that's a fact, you know, and, uh, I wouldn't believe, uh, uh, Rick Dyer had seen a big foot, uh, you know, you know, if, I, I, if the you world know, was ending tomorrow, you know, <laughs> I, I've arrested, I wouldn't believe
2: you know, you, you know, it's like this. I've arrested a lot of people yeah. in my life. And and most of the people I arrest, they all they're, they're they're people, they got a story behind them.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and if people want to get gnarly and and, and say other things and whatever, have a nice day. Goodbye. Yeah, I, mean, right. I my life, they, they really know. In uh, and, and the same thing with Cat Hansen. she's really she, she's not really in my life, so I really have no hatred. She's not yeah. really, you know. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't tell me that I put out lies and deceptions because I will eat you the f alive. Because that's not what I do, and people know that. So my my suggestion to her is just go away, get some help, go to a psychologist because. You're putting stuff out there and then turning around and saying that, you know, it's been debunked. And of course, she's got this guy, which I believe is really her, because right? who would say that? Yeah. Who would say all these lies have been 100%. No, that's sounding. And I didn't realize yeah. it until just when I started reading. Because remember, Chris, I had told you in pre show that I thought this might have been her, right. but I wasn't sure. But now that I'm reading this, Especially the latest one. Yeah. Every nasty lie manufactured manipulated has is a hundred percent false. Okay. Who but her? Who but her would have those feelings? True. Anybody with a brain in their head, yeah, would take a look at those three previous things and say that. And anybody and he's following her party line a hundred percent. Now, I don't know. I, I've known people that are real good friends with people. And sometimes, even though people go overboard, say, listen, hey, listen, you know what? I, I, uh, I understand. And and this is if Link Paul was a real person, I'd say, hey, you know what? Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree with everything she says, but, you know, we, we need to, you know. Uh, but no, there is a blind following there using the same language, using the same inca- uh, intonation almost the, v- yeah. the written intonation, uh, the the flow of it, how, how I should say, uh, I'm really thinking they're the same person. It,
0: it is very, very possible because uh, she might have uh, some sock puppet accounts to back herself up, you know, and I've seen it before on the Bigfoot forums. I mean, some people would come in there. Now, this is years ago, but there would be people come in there and register two or three accounts. And they would sometimes start threads and have conversations with herself. Right. <laughs> and, you know, we started booting people with sock puppets, you know, because of stuff like that, because, you know, you get some people that come in there that, you know, they're not exactly, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They're probably pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, but, you know, for whatever, whatever reason, and if she's trying to support her own lies. It it would make sense to me that she would be having sock puppets to come in there and say, "Oh yeah,
1: oh I, I agree, yeah and that's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah."
0: But you know, I just
1: don't and, get it.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, and, and even Ot says, uh, "Pay att- attention to linguistics as Well, sentence sign- structure tense, so it can often be used to figure yeah. it out or guess yeah. if it's who is who is responsible." To agree, I agree, a uh, thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't really had time to do that, but in just reading I'm wait a minute, that kind of does flow like what she's been writing. It does, you know, um and, and the funny thing is is that you know, and, and it's not like this is my first rodeo with people. no, now, but you I know, know I, I remember back in the battle days, yeah, when when Rick Dyer had Frank Kelly on his side, and if Frank Kelly said something and you would talk to him saying, well, you know, he would pause when you said something that was very contradictory that Dyer said, he would still stick up for him, but he would say, okay, um, I get that. But let's talk about this. This guy, there is nothing like it. It's like the party line 100%. And to me, to me, unless that's her husband or her son or a family member or somebody getting a little, um, (laughs) <laughs> I know you want to laugh at that one. Uh, you know there is no reason to keep that party line like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it has to be somebody that haven't hasn't seen the evidence. I mean, right. you know.
2: exactly. And obviously, he says, "Well, I've known her for all these years, but I'm not a fan." Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, just to go on with a couple of examples we talked about. Oh. Oh, good, good. Yes. Yes, we got it. Janice Carter, the story of stories. Uh, you know, Fox coming knocking on the door, asking for garlic—not powdered, but whole
0: garlic. Oh. Garlic, yes. Need fresh. Don't need the oh, uh, yes,
2: other uh, Yes, yeah, uh, Janice. You wouldn't happen to have any gray poupon, would you? <laughs> yes, we're having we're having uh, links tonight.
0: <laughs> well, the the funny thing about. The, the Janice Carter uh, deal was Igor Burtsev actually went there and lived with her for a while. I don't know Not, how no, long. Now we're
2: coming full circle again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he lived with her for a while, and he never had a sighting. Although no. she, she could see him every day, but he never had a sighting the whole time he was there. But he, he still supports. He still believes that, I mean, unless he changed his mind here recently. Uh, at, at last count, he still believed that uh, she was having uh, experiences with uh, Bigfoot
2: creatures. Now, I, I do want to make I, I do want to make one comment. Uh, now, you we've talked about that, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and it's really important to me. Uh, one thing I need to stress to people, especially Bigfoot researchers. Is that just because somebody may have a a a long, uh, a series of of sightings on their property, I mean, uh, that is not automatically considered pseudologia fantastica? Remember, this is eloquent, mm-hmm. so there's going to be a lot of elaboration to these stories. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be you know, and and then they left me the picture behind, and then and then they came knocking at the door and asked me for garlic, and you know, they follow me, you know, to the pond and come around. Now, the people that, the legit people that have, yeah, I got these things on my property. We see them from time to time. We found this happen. We find this happen. We find happen. that's all within reason to me, you know. But when you start right. building up, and, and usually this is going to be earmarked with some sort of relationship to the creatures. Yeah, Uh, uh, you know, uh, or or, or I should say a more uh, elaborate relationship with the creatures, you know, like, oh, they came in and they sat with me on the log and we we had we had herbal tea together and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff that we, you know, we need to look at. Uh, you know and, and so keep that in the back of your head and that's the reason why we do these things. education not only for our audience looking at some of these things but for our researchers too it's kind of like an evergreen type of thing that we can um, you know kind of uh, uh, understand some of the things that go on
0: well you know if, if, if I'm talking to somebody and they tell me that they've had a sighting on their property you know we'll talk about it that's cool And uh, I'll, I'll be interested in that and I'll, I'll consider their, their area might be, uh, 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 their area has got some activity, but if I'm talking to somebody and they say, oh yeah, I've had a sighting on my property and every Sunday, Bigfoot comes over and eats fried chicken with me at lunchtime, you know, I might ask them if I could come over next Sunday.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. And, um, do you want me to bring my hot sauce? Yeah. I'll be over with the hot sauce.
0: I bring some KFC, you know.
2: Next thing you know, next thing you know, Fox shows up, knocks <coughs> on the door. He's asking for hot sauce in, in a bottle, not in packets. Oh, so.
0: uh, te- Texas Pete got it can't be that Lu- Louisiana stuff. It's got to be the Texas Pete hot sauce.
2: <laughs> yep. But so, uh, now, so we uh, so we, we we have these in... in there, if you look in, and I'm going to start looking at some of these examples in the future for a, a writing of some sort, uh, yeah. probably on the blog or whatever, I may report back, you right. know, maybe a few months down the road with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a Texas Peter, Franks. <laughs> Not quite sure. Um, but one of the things I'm gonna I'm gonna look at is these these story buildups because you know I look at I look at some of, of Tanya Head's things with her nine eleven uh um Oh, David Winter has a Tannis Carter story I could talk about here from oh. many years ago. Yeah. Um yeah, we we would love That's to cool. uh, hear hear that one if you want to just yeah. type in a few cents. You know, obviously if it's if it's enough if it's enough to take up some time, we'll have you come on the show some point. We'd love to love to hear that.
0: Oh, um, Sean's got a comment too. Crystal has a garlic infused hot sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to try that, man. <laughs> that might be good.
2: That might be real good. Now, well, next week we're going to have a cooking show.
0: Yeah, sorry, man. I guess we got talking about hot sauce for some reason. I don't know where that came from.
2: That but, was for me.
0: Okay, we got talking Mark about. Minder? hot sauce.
2: Yeah, yeah. Remember, I, I was talking about the Bigfoot. No, you know, with the chicken. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah i yeah, yeah. next week yeah, at the yeah. hot I uh,
0: I, I had to add my Texas Pete in because I love Texas Pete. I'm sorry, I do. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It doesn't matter. I like any hot sauce. Give it to me all. Tabasco,
0: and, uh, French
2: Red Hot. Doesn't matter. Hot sauce. And, is
0: hot. It gets, around here, we usually get we get Louisiana hot sauce or we got Texas Pete. That's about it.
2: What's the other one too? That that'll burn the, the, the. Okay, thank you, David. That'll work. Uh, I will. Uh, what's the one that burns the skin off your tongue? The. Uh,
0: oh, I don't want none of that. No, uh, no, 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 no. no.
2: that's, uh, that's
0: Stuff made out of uh, those ghost peppers or something. I don't I want no part no, of no, that. No, no, no.
2: They're not made with ghost peppers, but it's, it's pretty. It, it's red pepper sauce, but it's mm-hmm. smoke will come out of your ears. Eat too much. In fact, you know, I I once ate a pepper so bad that, that at nighttime I had to put a pair of asbestos underwear on so I didn't burn down the bed.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I like I like I like hot stuff, but not not too hot. Not too. I I don't want to get an ulcer. You know. I, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> You're on this show. What do you mean you're not going to get an ulcer? <laughs> oh, anyway, um, some of these people give me an ulcer. <laughs> Bigfoot knocking on doors, asking for garlic. Mrs. Sparkle saying that Bigfoot's everywhere in in this little yeah. geographical well, area.
0: Okay, now let's. There, there is a difference on the Janice Carter deal. Okay, uh, she didn't put out any. Uh, photos no those were mary green's right mary green had some photos but anyway anyway janice never put out any photos saying this is fox or anything like that so uh what we have to go by there is just her word of mouth okay and some of the stories that she told were truly incredible i guess all of them were really (laughs) incredible but uh you know there's nothing to say that that she you know there's nothing to prove that that didn't happen, but uh it's really hard to swallow though, uh,
2: well, yeah, whole garlic usually is harder to swallow than powder <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i you know i i never I never spent any time really knocking her because she was kind of harmless,
0: yeah. You yeah, know, I think just so.
2: just to the fact that she didn't fake she didn't really fake anything and put it out there as hey, this is at least not that I can remember. I know Mary Green put some photos out there that were it, <laughs> to be mildly put, controversial.
0: Yeah, they were bushes. Um but to me, but you know, I, I, I looked at them and I couldn't see anything but bushes.
2: Was, um, then we have you know Linda Newton Parody who put out those pictures and announced it. And as people started watching her going, what's going on, this team out in Oregon and got pictures of a Bigfoot. And right. then she put out that, you know, she put out some fake pictures and that's what really yeah. put me, her on my radar was when yeah. she started stepping over the line like that. See, yeah. and, and then you have, you know, and, and I love the guy to death is C Wayne Wilson. And, you know, he sees Bigfoot everywhere. He's always got these blob squatches pictures or it's Anubis, or it's, the yeah. dog man or it's you know, whatever the bird man, whatever, whatever. But he's harmless. He's yeah. harmless. He's not bothering anybody. I you know, I see no need to in fact I have a little fun with him too when I, I see him. But um you know, I but it's the people that want to do harm. And when when people start putting out YouTube channels using recycled pictures or pictures of, you know, old hoaxes like the Sean Bannon hoax. Um yeah. And that was called the the, the the beast of the giant sequoias. That right. was the actual term. It was used way back in the day. And uh, before a lot of these, before a lot of these people following her were even in yeah. involved in looking at Bigfoot.
0: That That's the thing I was getting ready to say, Steve, uh, they get the, the newer people that just came in and have not seen this other stuff before, you know, and, and they start following them and uh, they, they start, you know, Getting, uh, getting them on board, and which we take somebody that's been in the Bigfoot field for a little while, we we start looking at stuff like uh, when they show a a photo or a video, we can say, "Hey, wait a minute, Uh, I've seen that before." Wait a minute, let me go back and look at this up. You know, so it's hard. You can't fool everybody all the time. You can fool some people, but you can't fool everybody. I don't think you can fool Steve at all.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, well. Everybody's human. Everybody can err. You yeah. know, I, I never I never lose sight of that. In any investigation, you never lose sight that you can make a mistake. Yeah. That's why I am, you know, when, when I call somebody a hoaxer, when I look at them and say this person is a hoaxer, um, I have the evidence. I, I generally have wow. enough to say I can comfortably say that and I have stuff to back it up. Because right. that's the way I look at it as an investigator's point standpoint is that when, when I'm done and, and, and I rule somebody, a suspect, it's boom. There, there it is.
0: Here um, is the proof.
2: <laughs> I, I remember, you know, I remember the day after the Bigfoot body. Yeah. After that was revealed. And I was the one who revealed it first. I was the one who got on the air and said, it's fake.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. It was my own words that got it out there first. And uh, there was a lot of shit going on behind the scenes there. Yeah. And I didn't have the evidence to say that Biscardi was involved and, and has been, had not been duped. But right. you bet your ass the minute after that show and the minute I had some freedom, I started getting the ball rolling on that. Right. And eventually uh, it took me about five months to do it. But then I got the freezer receipt and I got all this other information right. and we were able to put the fork in Biscardi for that being involved right that's what it takes and that was a big investigation was nothing small so it's not gonna well you can't you you can't expect somebody just to come out and voice an opinion i had an opinion but sometimes opinions can get you in trouble yeah so that's why sometimes i hold back and say well i really don't you know i see no evidence of that but that's not saying i don't believe it's possible right um and, and people took that you know people weren't I guess the general public wasn't smart enough to see through that, so I, I took a lot of anger for a little while, and I actually, did, yeah, absolutely, Sean, <laughs> absolutely, and you're right, Sean. I was at the airport, um, and and it took a lot, and like I said, it I did not, I couldn't talk about it Sunday night when I did the show, or Monday when I did the show, but when I was a free and clear Tuesday, I could say, hey, this is what went on, which I thought was kind of weird, but I still hadn't gotten what the motive was. I didn't have any physical evidence. But eventually I got all that by February by by the second week of February. And what I also did was I got the 89 page police report too from that whole fiasco. Yeah. So yeah. um mm.
0: okay. Chat's busy over here. Yeah, sure is.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, so but but people are gonna understand is that that's the fair-mindedness person I am. Like I, I'm not gonna go say a person's a hoaxer. Uh yeah, you absolutely were. Yep. They were planning a rescue mission for Muncie, but I got my I got myself extricated out of there thanks to a uh, good friend John Cartwright got me out of there. So <laughs> um got me a plane ticket to get out, out of Dodge and I did. I'm eternally grateful for, for that. But um but yeah, um I I just it, it, it's kind of the responsibility thing. When I started squatchtective.com years ago. I wanted it to be like a news outlet almost. Yeah. And it turned into more. It turned into a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But you know, the whole idea of to me is, is I still have this romantic, this romantic idea of uh of um you know journalism. You do it right. You yeah. Know? Um and yeah, it's hard to let your bias get in there because I'm pro-Bigfoot. I'm uh, a, an anti-kill Bigfoot, but that doesn't mean I, I I I hate the the pro-kill folks. I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, you know, and I, I I don't agree with it. I won't do it, but I'm not them. Right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose sleep or, or lose friends because they think differently than me. Yeah. Um. Too many times, and you know, if anything, we, we've seen this microchasm. What's going now in the world? We've seen this microchasm in the Bigfoot community for a long time. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that nickname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Rick said he had some chain interactions on my farm. So I no, no. Actually, actually, that's that's fine, Rick. Rick, if you want to if you want to give me a shout out uh, later on on PM on um, on Facebook, please do and uh we can set up a conversation and uh and we'll get you on the show um because so we, we'd like to hear about that um yeah. um but yeah uh, you know so you you have to definitely put you, you gotta as much as i wanted to say you know, at the end the day, i was so pissed off that when i was i was pissed off when that whole thing was fake i knew all the lies that were being told but just because somebody is a liar doesn't make them a hoaxer, um, you know, uh, and, and people are going to go, what? Uh, and It's kind of like the, the rule of, of, you know, investigation 101. Um, like if, if you're investigating a murder and you find out, you know, you're, you're investigating the murder of a dead girl and the husband just so happened to be having an affair, okay, a cheater does not make a murderer. Mm-hmm. So there's still that possibility that it's somebody other than the husband. Right. And you, you have to keep that in mind because more, there's a lot of times it's not the husband. <laughs> Most of the time it is, but there's a lot of times it wasn't. Yeah. So. um, uh, You knew prior. Uh, So you know, what I'm saying is, is that I had reported it was a hoax on Monday, which I was the first, outlet to do that was on monday night on the show it actually broke before the uh, actual news did to the world that it was a hoax yeah um i knew some other stuff that was going on behind the scenes that were very shady to me still didn't have the evidence in hand to say whether or not but by the time i got out of there um that night i had gotten a call that verified that the edna email in that whole thing had been altered and i got one of those altered dna emails so that's why a lot a lot of confusion um yeah. but that was to me that led me to say hey uh, i i have very strong suspicions now that he's involved because the email he sent to me was manipulated right. so and it, it, from the original scientist that did the dna testing so to me that was saying he was trying to sucker everybody into getting there and uh if you can do that, you could do other stuff. So that was that that was really the the only thing I really knew at, at that that point uh that I didn't release was the the attempt at trying to cover it up. Yeah. So uh and yes, an opinion can be a gut feeling, but um um yeah, and, and actually, yeah, uh Sean says Steve called me Saturday night uh called me Saturday night previous. Yeah, because by that time, um uh yeah, <laughs> Sean's right. People don't understand how deep I went in that. Um, I was there. I was at Ground Zero, but I was being watched, and yeah. you know, uh, that that were my only source of food. My only source. Of, well, Steve. I didn't exactly know where I was. Right. And and, and
0: uh, that, here's the deal. Okay, Steve had to wait until he got out of there before he could announce something. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, I, I, what I announced was the attempted trying to cover up the right. hoax.
0: Right. Right, and
2: that was the only thing that happened that I didn't say on Monday. He and, was in
0: the he was in the lion's den at yeah. that point. Okay, yeah. and we're talking about something a situation that could be like multi million dollar deal. That uh, you know that that could have been very dangerous. As a matter of fact, I believe it was very dangerous for Steve in that situation.
2: Uh yeah. Well, it was very tenuous because a lot of people didn't know that I had went to. The the cabin the, the farmhouse yeah everybody was in the garage stationed in the garage and I went into the farmhouse the kitchen to do the show right and within a minute of the show going on the air I had one of the Biscardi team in there right behind me yeah. like almost monitoring like, like getting ready to cut me off if I needed to be cut off I'm not really sure why that was what was going on right. So um, and absolutely Rick, I'd love to have you on talk about some of your town stuff. That'd be really cool. We love doing that. So shoot yeah. me your contact info on my uh my Facebook PM. We'll talk and we'll, we'll uh, set something up for that. That's always wonderful. I love when people come forward and say, Hey, you know, I've got some stuff I want to talk about. Okay, well let's let's connect, we'll talk about it and see if we can't get you that's, out.
0: That's what we do. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, it was it was a, a tenuous time, and, and people didn't understand why I was so quiet afterwards and why I didn't want to talk. Uh, I remember people were pressuring me to go on shows and even friends, and I, I wouldn't do it because I knew I was still in the middle of it. People didn't understand that, and I yeah. couldn't say nothing at that point to anybody because it was that sensitive. I was on the verge of getting what I got, and that turned out to be the book 50 Large. Yeah. It, all the stuff uh, from the police, well, the police report was coming, but like the freezer receipt, <laughs> freezer receipt yeah. was huge because that was the night that proved that Biscardi had to have seen it the way it was. Right. right. So,
0: yeah, it was yeah. thought he saw he knew.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true, and you know what, and and uh, yeah, Paul Vella, good old Paul Vella, he passed away several years ago, but you know the funny thing is, is uh, I remember. Maybe in a year after that, a year or two after that, Paul Vella sent me a huge apology and uh, said, "You know, I'm really sorry. I'd been brash with you, and blah 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 blah." And I realized now, you know, and I accepted it. I, you know, skin off my back. You know, you apologize, and I'm good with that. I'm, I'm a very forgiving person. Apparently, to a fault to some people, but, um, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but, yeah, Paul was one of the good guys, although he was really trying to dig in and, and try to figure out what was going on and see if anybody was being cantankerous. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, they were trying to drag everybody into this. There was a certain group that was, like, trying to do all this investigation that, you know, what was my role in it? Well, all of a sudden, by March of 2009, some six months later, seven months later, um, boom. There's the radio show. Boom. Spill everything out. Here's what it is. <laughs> we need tattoos.
0: <laughs> I Survived the Bigfoot. <laughs> we,
2: we, sur- we survived the Bigfoot flap of 2008. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all. And good God, that was 12 years ago. So, I mean, that's ancient history in the Bigfoot world. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you ask any of us, it, it was when, when it's all over you were like, wow <laughs> it, it really turned things because had I not stood up for the truth yeah uh that bullshit could still be floating around today
0: yeah it would have been yeah um, I, I believe I believe that uh with everything that I am that would have still been going on today
2: yeah I mean they were planning on trying to get everybody to sign nDAs and letting them say, make up a cover story that the, the boys right. felt, you were know, getting too much publicity, So they took the body back to Georgia and they right. were going to disappear with their money. And that was going to be the end of it. And then anybody else would have sent an NDA and said, Oh, I can't talk because of an NDA. And I said, bullshit. Yeah.
0: I'm
2: not going to cover a hoax up with another hoax. Right. Bullshit. And um, I was the only one to stand for that. And, of course, I, I will always say this, that J.C. Johnson and Leonard Dan, J.C. Johnson, rest his soul, was not on the property when that was being discussed. Yeah. Uh, and J.C. came back, so I wouldn't have stood for that either. And I go, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, J.C. was a good man. Well, um,
0: see, my friend, what it's called is integrity. And well, uh, I, I cannot tell you how proud I was of you. <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, and um, and you know the thing is too is my father always said you're only only born with one, you know. And I remember that son of a bitch Biscardi on the phone, pardon my French, um, saying at the phone, you know, there's a story here, and we can all make money on this if nobody goes cowboy. And I knew who that was directed to. Yeah. So after that was said, I merely went around to the back of the building, put my fucking spurs on got my got my 10 gallon hat on put my chaps on my assless chaps on and i walked out and i went cowboy
0: (laughs) he put his spurs on and saddled up
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes uh jc and leonard did get fed up with him and that was because of that event (laughs) yeah um uh yeah, yeah very true um they did not, I remember Leonard going, just sitting there, and it was a hot day. I remember, because well, it was August, and I remember Leonard going, yeah, this is some bad juju. Yeah. You know, Leonard, I oh, love Leonard. And uh, I get to connect with him sometimes. And, um, but yeah, it's, that was, that was quite an incredible time. And uh, if anybody actually wants to know the true story of that, uh, you know, I could go on and talk about that on my, That that's a show in itself. But um. Uh, it, I did write a book on a 50 large, it's actually over 300 pages.
0: <laughs> 50 large, yeah, and
2: it, uh, be, it, you get and, a whole
0: deal, whole thing, yeah. whole site, whole tour through the
2: inside. <laughs> David, I talked about assless traffic. Yeah. can't even see that. <laughs> and the second time that's been said tonight, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but geez. I, I really think that, um, you know, over over the years, um, that made me tough. Um, you know, I've been doing research at that point in time, 10 years, 9 years, 10 years. Now, uh, I think, oh, in 98, 2008, yeah, 10 years at that point, and I really didn't come on uh, the, the world the public scene until about 2006 2005 2006 i started becoming a little more nationally known um and i was like wow that was i really thought that you know that was a quick ride but everybody's gonna bash me because of this and people were saying like the craziest i was getting emails from people saying oh well how much money did you make on your website for clicking onto your website Dude, I I don't get paid to, for somebody to click onto my website. Never have. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Ten you know.
0: billion people could have viewed your website, and Steve wouldn't have made a nickel. Well, actually, he would have probably been charged more for bandwidth.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably, and I, I think I think I did have well, like a quarter million views on my website. Now, yeah. Keith Worley asked. There was a remember going around that he sold the suit for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so there's a question we can answer very well there. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I think I can't remember it, but I, I know where you I know where you're going. Right.
2: <laughs> so anyway, um, the suit was put up for sale. Strangely, I think in. Uh, towards the end of October 2008, October 2008, somewhere in there. And uh, it actually came across the police uh, police attention, and uh, they even make note that Biscardi lied to them about it. <laughs> they said, well, Biscardi denied he knew anything about it, but then later made reference to it, saying that he knew it was, it was, gonna, it was selling for over $250,000. So what happened was is that the auction was held by joshua p warren um as you've seen probably him at the time he was a podcaster for paranormal stuff he did a call a show called stranger than strange or something like that he uh um so he had uh, uh joshua p i'm sorry i just got distracted by the chat a little bit so joshua p warren actually put it up for auction uh, it, it it ended with a sale for allegedly for two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars, but the sale never went through because the person vouched right. on it or wasn't really being serious about it. Right. So yeah. that caused all kinds of kerfuffle. Um
0: I I remember it it sold for a big number, but the sale didn't go through. The guy whoever bought it didn't pay for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is that and as best as underwear is bound to make you tough. Sure is. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah uh, yeah that's that's one of my favorite terms asbestos underwear <laughs> but um yeah so that that the, the suit never got sold and everybody said well where's the suit where's the suit well i know where the suit is i know where it's been <laughs> at the time it was in it was in kentucky Um uh, last i knew it was uh it was uh tj biscardi that had the suit and he was the one who actually put it up for sale because he was Allegedly, the, the story was that he was pissed off at, you know, everybody got the shaft on this. Um, and that was that. But, um, yeah, it, it was a time where I, I actually sent a cease and desist to Biscardi himself to stop contacting me. Uh, I did that in September of 2008. And, of course, October, he tries calling me. So I reminded him that I asked for a cease and desist. Uh, I have to make it legal. I will. And um, that, that was that. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's the story of the, the hoax. I mean, I got the 89 p- page police report and I think it was the sale of that suit that caused the police department and Biscardi's lie to say, Hey, we're out. We're done with this. We're closing it. So, so I think that, that, that was what really closed it down was the actual sale of the suit, uh, the criminal investigation. Of course, there was a big, uh, there was a big, um, dispute between the investor and Biscardi whereas Biscardi said that he I forget what it was Um, uh, the investor said he lent Biscardi the money and Biscardi was saying no uh, I lent him the money based if it was real so um, Hmm. trying to think Um, so what, what ended up happening was is that Biscardi was supposed to be the one who was the complaint and he never came forward to do any kind of complaint whatsoever Hmm. And uh, you know, obviously, that was even more to the fact that he was involved in it, right? Right. So, so to me, it was like, okay, there's more proof that he was involved. He wouldn't sign. In fact, he was the only one out of anybody, with the exception of myself, because I was never asked to write a statement. Bill Let the investor wrote a statement. Uh, Bob Schmalsbach, the vice president of the SFBI, wrote a TJ. Biscardi wrote a a a, 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 a statement. Uh, so the three people that belong to searching for Bigfoot wrote statements, but Biscardi took the words that were kind of manipulated a bit by by Bob Schmalz back um, and said, this is what happened. And he sent it to police. That was the the nothing about his pre-meetings with them, nothing about what they said to him, nothing at all like you know, right? nothing that you know all on on such and such date I met with him at the hotel and this is what they said to me and blah 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 and um
0: he didn't mention uh buying a freezer or anything
2: yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so it was really nothing there so as it turns out and that's the reason why it never and it's kind of funny because the sacramento Bee called me <clears throat> years ago about about when, and this was probably like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, they actually asked him about the hoax and then they came to me and said, Well, Mr. Biscardi <laughs> and he said, um, you know, he's planning a lawsuit with them, blah, 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 blah. I was like, give me one second. And I looked up the county and, you know, there's no lawsuits. I go, there's no lawsuits. <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. I said, just check your sources. And the next day they say, well, the the Sacramento Bee could find no lawsuits that Scotty claims that.
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: You know, but there's been so much over the years there's been so much charlatanism. It's actually gotten worse and nastier. Like I remember the good old days. You used to out a hoaxer, they used to go away. Now you got people like Kat Hansen and that you know just keep coming back, coming back,
0: coming back. Yeah. Coming back. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, it took a long time to beat Dire to go away, but it took a couple of times. So, but anyway, uh, I think we can wrap for the night. So, um, what do you think, Chris?
0: We really had a busy chat room going tonight. I we mean, do. wow!
2: Boom, boom, boom! They're having a good old time in there.
0: <laughs> on Facebook, on YouTube, yeah. everywhere,
2: everywhere. So, <laughs> I just missed that one. 200, was that payable in Snapple? (laughs) Yeah, here comes the 20 truckloads. Here they come. But, uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Um, and and Mr. Chef, give me a call. I'd love to, uh, or you know, hit me up on Facebook and uh, because I'd love to, to get you on. But this has been a heck of a fun show, a little trip down memory lane as it turned out to be. Yeah, and I'm glad folks stuck in for it. <laughs> um you know and in some of these hopeer shows people love too so um I'm sure there was people that came by and said well oh, I wonder who he's talking about he's talking about me He's talking about me He's he talking about me hey is he talking about me no nope okay it's all done <laughs> but anyway uh it's been a fun night and uh, I gotta say it's you know I took the air conditioners out last week so <laughs> it's a little bit warm um yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, really. really. I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, at night it's been getting cool here, but it seems like the house is still warm inside. I don't know what that is. Okay, there goes my dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's official, the show's officially over now. <laughs> the dog has spoken. But, uh, but yeah, the one thing I don't like to do is keep rambling on, and, and we we've hit all our points tonight, and we've had a great discussion, a little off discussion on stuff. So, and just remember the whole thing, a lot of the stuff. And the reason why I talk about hoaxers every once in a while, because number one, like this particular is very relevant because of what's being said. And you can see the manipulation as I stated earlier, and that gets me a little agitated. I don't like manipulators because manipulators can be a bit of a control freak. And I don't even know if that's her issue, but anyway, whatever it is, you know, I I would hope she would get some psychological. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, uh that's a whole nother story yeah that's a that's, whole nother that's story. another
0: that's another show
2: <laughs> hey and craig worthington said he talks to leonard a few days ago so i'm gonna have to
0: i'll keep so. dan's doing all right
2: well uh yeah because you know i haven't really seen much from johnson lately um just the same of the same. And if there's anything and I've talked about him before in the past too, is, you know, it's a cult, you know, Cat yeah. Hansen, not so much. Um, Linda Newton Perry, not so much. Uh, you know, even Janice Carter, you get a few supporters, that doesn't mean it's a cult, but when you start, you know, all sitting there communing and, you know, uh, everybody getting in a circle and preparing for the, for the arrival of the, uh, you know, uh, Council of thirteen, or the Council of twelve, and, and the High Counselor Zorth, with the Ambassador Doctor Johnson. Um, yeah, that's a cult. <laughs> so there, I've talked about it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, um, and if you all believe that, well, I got a bridge for you to sell. It's in Brooklyn, and I'll just uh, all I have to do is go to PayPal and get for fifty nine ninety nine. That bridge can be yours. Sign up today. <laughs> Now, I'll probably get a infraction from YouTube about doing that. Hey, he's trying to sell the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah.
0: You're going to get hit on
2: YouTube.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: oh, man. Uh, so.
2: But anyhow, uh, Chris, you got anything to add for tonight?
0: Uh, well, I just want to thank everybody. We appreciate uh, all the listeners and, and uh, all our chat room folks. And it's still going.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And I remind everybody, uh, all of our listeners on uh, YouTube, please, you know, uh, hit the like, subscribe, ring the bell, uh, follow us, share, uh, leave a comment. You know, uh, we appreciate it. It, it. it helps activate more features for the account. And we, we appreciate you support the channel.
2: That's And, right. and
0: with that, back to you, Steve.
2: All right, folks, on behalf of everybody here on Squatch DTV, we will be back here next Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. I am your host, Steve Coles, and I want to wish everybody out there along with me and Chris Bennett, we want to wish everybody a great week ahead, a healthy week, a happy week. God bless, and most of all, folks, keep on squatching. We will adjust the sound so we don't blow you up, but we will catch you again 9 p.m. next week, Squatch DTV. Peace
1: out. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch D T V. TV.